Hey everyone, it's Richard here just with a special episode for the day. Uh, we're talking about the UCL final. Now, of course, I will keep this one nice and short because I understand this is a World Cup podcast and most of you would have just followed for that, but it is hard to ignore such a big event in world football. And so without further ado, we'll get into the Liverpool versus Real Madrid or Real Madrid versus Liverpool UCL final. Okay, everyone. Now let's look at these two squads. Real Madrid on paper, off the top of your head, Benzema, Ronaldo, Gareth Bale, not in the best form, but Gareth Bale, <laughs> uh, Isco, who's had a stellar season, been a real saviour for them, Hamas uh, Rodriguez on loan, uh, Sergio Ramos, uh, Marcelo, oh, think of another one, let's go with... Marcos Asensio. Did you see how easy that was? Did you see how easy it was to get world-class talent just off the top of my head like it was nothing? Liverpool, of course, you know all their players, but when you think world-class, are they the players that you think of straight away? Of course, Salah. Yes, Salah. Firmino. Yeah, sure. Van Dijk. Yeah, okay. Okay. Mane. Yeah, yeah. But on paper... Do these teams really stack up? I don't think they do. I think Real Madrid definitely has more star power. Yet here we are discussing a UCL Champions League final. Real Madrid versus Liverpool. Neither of which won their leagues, their respective domestic leagues. Yet here they are. The showpiece of club football. Not quite the World Cup. But how incredible is that? And I'm so excited. I'm going to watch this game at a uh, at a cinema uh, nearby. Because I can. It's quite impressive to me that I'm going to be watching football on the big screen like that. And uh, I would say, without keeping you guys in suspense, that Real Madrid will edge this one. I don't think it'll be comfortable. I don't think it'll be easy. 2-1. Now notice what I said there. I don't think it'll be easy. Do you know who doesn't think it will be easy? Do you know who really doesn't think it's going to be easy? The teams. They know it's going to be hard. That's that's without a doubt. Neither do I. I don't think it's going to be easy. If either team's going to win this, it's going to be a real hard slog. Hopefully there's entertaining attacking football, which I think there will be, but I, I just can't see this being a comfortable victory for either team, even though it looks like on just the sheer weight of those names on the team sheet that uh, it goes in Real Madrid's favour. If you look at the whole park across the whole pitch. But you know who does think it easy? Think it's easy? The Spanish press. The Spanish press, <laughs> from what I've seen, really think it's going to be a stroll in the park. I've even seen English tabloids come out and say, uh, here are some examples of the Spanish press discrediting Liverpool, thinking it's, it's going to be a stroll in the park. And look, if it is, I'll look like a fool, but get just just look at these teams. Look at these teams. Look at how they've played. Real Madrid, you, you would say, have not had a great season. You know, one of their worst finishes in the league. Uh, not that they've won it much lately, but quite disappointing. Uh, a lot of disappointing losses in there. Uh, looked to struggle quite a bit until the UCL's final few stages came around, uh, where Ronaldo decided to turn it on completely, and the whole team just decided to click in games that mattered. You could also say, though, that, that Bayern Munich could have deserved that semi-final. I mean, 
I think that that's fair is fair and Real Madrid did a great job uh, regardless I mean you don't get to a you don't get to a Champions League final on luck alone so there's tremendous respect from me towards both teams I know I've said Real Madrid in, in say like a 2-1 or a 1-0 uh, but the, these teams have both really paralleled each other which I don't think many people have touched on both teams did not win their respective leagues, as I mentioned before. But both teams, even looking at how they reached the Champions League final, I don't think we're favourites, you know. I, just, I really don't think we're favourites to make the final at most stages during the season. Both teams have an absolutely talismanic, talismatic, um, a, a real, um, just, just a real force of nature in one particular player. You know, you've got a Salah on one side in that amazing attacking talent. You've got Ronaldo with that amazing attacking talent in different ways, mind you. Uh, but both, you know, with that one player that they can look towards going forward uh, that is just head and shoulders above the rest. You've both got, you know, a, a steel-like player in the midfield, you know. You've also both got one amazing defender. Not discounting the secondary defenders. In the, as I'm talking about the centre-backs here. Um, but, you know, you've got Van Dyke on one side, who has impressed a lot of people uh, after moving to Liverpool. And you've got Sergio Ramos on the other, who, you know, is a world-beater. He's a world-class player. Now, on to my, my perspective. Again, only my sole opinion on how this game's going to go. I think that uh, if you look at the matchups around the park, there are some real important ones. Uh, and for the most part as well, you can say Ronaldo up against Van Dyke. I think the winner of that matchup, their team wins the, wins the title, wins the match. Um, but there are many other many other battles in there that I'm intrigued to see. I'm intrigued to see how these managers send out their squads because Zidane's quite new on the block. Um, and he's had so much success so far in a real managerial hot seat. Uh, Jurgen Klopp has his team playing nothing like, you know, the boring Liverpool we've seen lately uh, before his arrival. You know, it's nothing like the Brendan Rodgers era, for example, um, you know, where I would say without Suarez, that team was quite dire. You know, they've got the players, but, you know, you just didn't expect anything. Didn't expect much from them. Um Whereas, you know, they're playing really entertaining football now. That Gergen pressing is sublime. <laughs> and so we'll see how that works against Real Madrid. But one of the key things I was very excited to see is this tactical battle. Now, one very, uh, you know, specific detail that I'm very intrigued to, to dissect and to watch was, as the game goes on is Marcelo. Now, Marcelo scored very important goals lately and throughout his whole career, um, you know, that left foot of his cutting in, whatever he wants to do, he can do. He's got the skill. He's got that naturally, he's got that that Brazilian pizzazz of old. Uh, not that they don't have it now again, but you know that Jogger Benito, he's got that. You know, <laughs> I think when he was born and he touched the football for the first time, they went, he's got that Jogger Benito. I just, I just you know, I picture that anyways. <laughs> but, you know, getting back to the point, what's he known for apart from his hair? Apart from his hair and, you know, his carefree attitude, he's known to be a defender that loves to get forward. And he is almost just an extra attacker for them, for that team, and has been lately. 
But uh, if you put him up against Mohamed Salah, what is Zidane going to do? What is Zidane going to do with Marcelo going forward? I, for one, don't think that they're going to sacrifice keeping Marcelo back just because I think that he is such a vital cog in their team going forward that uh, in a matchup against uh, against Salah, I, I just really don't see him. Um, and I, I do believe they will be the matchup there, uh, that part of the park. I just don't see him uh, not going forward because that's just in his that's in his blood. I just don't see that changing all of a sudden just for the final. Um, but, you know, we could be surprised. And that's the other exciting thing about Liverpool as well. Even though I've tipped against them, I just won't be surprised if they win. And what I won't be surprised for more will be if they decide to play uh, some brand of football that no one's ever seen before. Looking at Jurgen Klopp, something about him just says, I have a million ideas going through my head. I'm just going to randomly pick one. And no disrespect in that statement. I mean it in the best possible way. Uh, I just feel as though he can pull something out of the bag whenever he wants to. Um so you know, we'll definitely see how that goes. Uh, a real unsung hero as well, um, just as an anecdote here uh, for Real Madrid, is Luka Modric over the past few years. And uh, we'll, we'll see how he fares up against Jordan Henderson um, and see how his previous Premier League experience over at Tottenham fares for him. Um, but there is one more thing that I'd like to touch on before we end this special episode, and that is the headlines. We're picturing the headlines after the match. Now, if Liverpool wins, it'll be, you know, really for the season they've had, um, which hasn't been bad by any means, but it'll be, you know, a real fairy tale Cinderella story. And it'll be nice to read. It'll be nice to see all the sentiments. It'll be nice to see them win, you know, a big trophy again after all these years. Uh, although, to be honest, their last Champions League win was phenomenal, phenomenal and deserves to have been talked about by Liverpool fans for a long time. Um, yeah, no, there's nothing you can take away from that victory against AC Milan uh, in Istanbul. But if they win, it'll be nice to see, you know, a real fairy tale story. Um, Mohamed Salah will be all over the headlines, I'm assuming. Um, it'll be crucial for Roberto Firmino to have a good game up against Ramos because he's so vital to that forward line. He's also a bit of an unsung hero, um, which is odd because he is still quite a flashy player, but he's definitely an unsung hero because of the stellar season that. Uh, that Salah has had. Um, he really creates a lot of pockets of space for him, which I am excited to see uh, Salah exploit. But um, looking at those headlines, I also see a lot on Jürgen Klopp's philosophy and just how he goes about football um, because it will take you know some amazing managerial prowess from either of the, the managers for this game to be won. I don't think it's going to be a landslide victory. I mean... Looking at the Spanish press, I think it's it's quite disrespectful to be to be honest, um, to ignore you know the season that Liverpool's had, and I for one hinge on that for the reason that I can't completely count them out because I've counted them out for a lot of the season and it just doesn't doesn't make sense anymore to do so uh, with how they've played lately and how they've just decided to um, really hit it out of the park. Now looking though. At that Real Madrid squad, a real headline I'm seeing, and maybe none of you can see this because it could just be something that I've conjured up in my mind, but you know what I see? Two players. I'll let you guess them. I'll give you three seconds. One, two, three. No. Two players I'm thinking of aren't going to the World Cup, 
are not going to the World Cup, but would most likely make it in if they were in any other of those squads or any, if they were from any of the other nations going to the World Cup, if that makes sense. Still, I'll give it away. Bale and Benzema. Now, Benzema, of course, for personal reasons, is not going to the World Cup. Um, some sort of a fallout with the with the manager there. Uh, and Bale just did not qualify. Um, but I see these two players who are having, you know, that, that uncomfortable conversation uh, about their Real Madrid future with people saying, you know, that maybe they're not going to last the end of this season. You know, they're not going to last until next season. Um Benzema, for one, definitely a player who's had this conversation come up since he was playing with Iguain at Real Madrid, you know. It was always that conversation of, is Benzema still going to be here next season? Is he up to it? All that sort of stuff. But even if he has his dry spells, I just don't see him being moved on. Um, yeah, I don't particularly see that happening. Um, the strikers that they've foregone to keep him um, so far have been, you know, quite an impressive list. You know, you've got Morata and you've got Iguain there. I'm sure there's more, but, you know, just a couple there. Um, I see these two players in the headlines for making a difference out of nowhere. Of course, Bale's, you know, have not had the best time of late. Um, Benzema either, to be quite honest. And being left out of the World Cup squads probably lit a little fire under him to say, hey, this can be mine. And they've both played vital roles in the previous Champions League final wins. I see these players coming in making an impact, and then being all over the headlines saying, why are these players not at the World Cup? Or how sad that Bale is not at the World Cup. Um, And I think they can make a difference. And that's just the thing that ended up pushing my little ticker slightly Real Madrid's way. I'm not completely confident. Not at all. And I'm excited to recap this match because um, I'm excited to to be surprised or to be told that I was right, but I mean, I just don't see it being a, a landslide game. Both teams have amazing, amazing players, amazing coaches, but I just think Real Madrid's recent experience and some of their big names can just produce something out of nothing. That's what will separate, um, you know, the winner and the loser in this case. And I mean, I'm happy to be proven wrong because of <laughs> the spectacle that we're in for. So I'm excited to watch this game uh, at the cinema, and I'll give my recap after the game's all done and dusted. Um, Just a final note as well on the little war of words so far. So from the looks of it, Lovren has come out and said, not scared of Ronaldo. Mate, you should be. (laughs) Even if you're confident in your team's ability, I would still be very scared of him. Uh, Ramos has come out and said, oh, you know, not particularly worried of Mohamed Salah. Mate, mate, you're a good player. You're a great player. And he came out and said, you know, Salah's just one of the other 11, which I understand the mentality, but still, mate, you've got to be. You've got to be real worried about that bloke. He's on fire. He is on fire, absolutely. So, um, look, they're both trying to rally the troops, and I'm interested to see how it goes. But um, my my sentiment lies a lot more with Vicente Del Bosque, who came out and said um, no Liverpool players would make that Real Madrid starting 11. I don't believe it's completely true, but for the most part, it is, you know. Um, of course, looking at it as a black and white statement, of course not, because Salah makes it in for starters. Um, who he's replacing, I'm not exactly sure. Uh, doesn't replace Ronaldo in that squad. Uh, although on form, you could maybe say he does. Uh, but he would 
walk into that squad in some capacity. Um, but if you go player for player through that squad, there's not many Liverpool players that would get a real go at getting in. Um, you know, of course, there's a couple uh, that you would consider, but I do agree with Dabosque's sentiment. Of course, you know, it's a biased view because he was a Real Madrid coach and he was a Spain or Spanish coach and he's Real Madrid through and through. But again, another interesting talking point. However, thank you guys for all your support on the charts and for, for watching this uh, this series uh, and for the World Cup news that's up ahead. Uh, it's not long now. And uh, yes, I'd like to thank you all for watching, for, for staying loyal to the podcast. This has been Richard Baha. Richard Baha, your host, signing out. Yeah.